0: Welcome to Critical Cactus, where we talk about prickly subjects. Google's gonna be like, okay, so we kind of know what you're into.
1: Mind your paw, and only
2: your paw. It has value because we assign it that value. Good afternoon. Today is Saturday, August 5th, and welcome to Critical Cactus. I am your co-host, Thomas Bigush, otherwise known as Tom, or more colloquially, TJ. Uh, With me today are D-Man.
0: Does this make some noise? Superstar host, (laughs) Adam Yaks. I'll wait until we get our actual intro. Oh, there's (laughs) nothing wrong with that I'm not accepting co host
1: intro. I don't see anything wrong with that. My feelings are hurt. Good. What are we on, episode nine now? I am a sovereign citizen um, of the United States.
0: Well, welcome back. I am your host, Adam Yax, and uh, you already got the introduction from TJ over there, so thank you, TJ. D-Man, how are you, man? I'm good. Good. Glad to have you. Have guys been doing some homework regarding sovereign citizens? I sure haven't. mm not me. No, me either, so let's talk about it from our <laughs> highly educated perspective. No, uh, sovereign citizens is our subject today um well hang on let
2: me stop you right there Ab. go ahead because you know i like to start out every podcast with at least trying to nail down some semblance of a definition so that we're all on the same page yeah yeah okay so do you ahead. have that definition no, no go ahead <laughs> go ahead
0: <laughs> okay, Wait, is that so a thing? Abs- i don't think
2: i've ever heard you define a word before ever you know what my favorite
0: dinosaur is tell me a thesaurus Oh, uh, It's oh. funny because it's not a dinosaur. It's not really even a dinosaur.
2: <laughs> oh, um, wait, no, I was thinking we should add some more humor to the podcast. I, I had some jokes just for this. Okay, how come you can't trust atomic particles?
1: But you're not funny.
0: No, he's been trying to be funny, so I'll just give him a minute. Oh, okay. Um,
2: <laughs> tell me. Because they make up everything. Oh, my God. Uh, oh, my gosh. Uh, and It's a science
0: joke. Uh, it is. It's a wonderful science, science you, joke. I, <laughs> I was trying to do a thing where I haven't put it together, but imagine somebody coming up to you and telling you, this is how the world works. You have no commitments to pay anybody anything ever for taxes or anything related to the government. And... You can use all the roads, you can use all the services, the fire services, the police, everything is there to protect you and keep you going, but you don't have to pay any of it.
2: Yeah, and that's the problem I have with it.
0: That's the very, very beginning of these funny videos you see about people getting pulled over and thinking that they understand the law. And the police officers are just like, no, I'm taking you out of that car anyway. Yep. And they're like, it's my domicile. Well... (laughs) So Doesn't matter. <laughs> your ignorance of the actual laws here don't really help, and they don't really matter. No. And you can, th- but what's worse is it's not that they don't know; it's that they think they know. I mean, to be fair though, it's not like they can't pay taxes. They'll they won't pay
1: personal or income taxes, but they still got to pay taxes on any product they Sales purchase.
0: Sales tax. Well, it turns out they're actually paying taxes. If they're not paying taxes, they're in jail. Well, yeah, get, you know, income and tax and evasion, because you know. if there's one thing that the government will get you for, it's tax evasion. <laughs> no matter it's what. They,
2: it's how they got Al Capone. Yeah. If I go to any other country in the world, yeah, I'm going to be subject to the laws in that country. Yeah. Like, if I go to Iran, I probably don't want to advertise that I'm having gay sex with other men because it's illegal there.
1: Mm-hmm. And you shouldn't wear a bikini.
2: Right. You know, I should probably wear the burqa, the full thing, whatever, you know doesn't matter mm. if, if i go to Canada or mexico i'm subject to the laws in those countries hell you go from one state to another laws differ from state to state from mm-hmm. county to county sure. you are subject to those laws regardless of your knowledge of those laws whether you mm-hmm. think they're just or not you know now they're not enforced always they're not enforced equally you know where i live it's illegal to water your uh, lawn every single day, but I don't see the police going around uh, arresting rogue gardeners.
1: Now, you you say this, and it is true that if you go from city to city or state to state that you are subject to the laws, but there are people that are technically somewhat outside the law. Like who? Mm, diplomats. They get diplomatic immunity in a lot of cases. That's a
0: good point. A they lot do. of sovereign citizens claim diplomat well, because it, they say that they're not a citizen of the U.S. Right.
2: There's, there's nowhere that you can go in the planet except for Antarctica maybe, which is not a country already.
0: Well, there's um, international waters, which is a lot of what they get into. They right. get into a lot of what's called Admiralty law.
2: Okay, yeah, maritime because,
0: law. Well, they they refer to it as Admiralty and there's all kinds of magic and witchcraft and spells and like seriously, like they actually have some, you know, woo going on inside this stuff as well. My point it's is, fantastic. if you're
2: going to live in a country, it doesn't matter which country it is,
0: if you're going to reap benefits from
2: living in that country, you have a social obligation to pay back into that system.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I, I've been doing some research, and it's taken me to some pretty dark places, but it's also pretty fascinating. Um, but you wanted to talk about the definition of citizen. Yeah, uh, I mean, let, let's... So tr-
2: obviously, we don't speak for all le- citizens, all sovereign citizens no, the same way that we right, don't speak absolutely for all we don't.
0: Arizonians. Yep.
2: But, uh, oh, but I do. we're going to try to nail down at least some semblance of a definition so that everybody out there has an idea of what we're talking about.
0: Yeah. Um. So do you did you do any research on the general idea of, I'd, I, uh, I did some preliminary research. I knew there were uh, wackos and crazies out there who okay. believed
2: that they weren't... Uh, part of the country. I mean, you you can actually pay the State Department a $400 fee and rescind your citizenship to the United States.
0: It's not as simple as that, but Right, but you you can you be-, be an expatriate. Yes, yeah. you
2: you become an uh, a stateless citizen. Then
0: you are generalizing as
1: well. By the way, not everyone that's a sovereign citizen is a wacko or. Wait, a wait. President. he's
0: no, 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 no he no, started that. I am not I, categorizing everybody in the same. I am. He did. He started am, okay. that right I mean, there,
2: away. There are some some wacko people that think they're outside. Well, that's and, and true. And more, more power to them. You want to try to be outside the system, that's great. But the fact is you're still in this country. You're still here. You're still benefiting from our roads and our schools well, let's do, and let's, our firefighters let, and our police. Let's
0: do what we do. What we do is we critically think about a subject. And in this case, I think it is valid to take a look at what we think as preconceived notions as to what our citizenship is and look at it critically and say, wait, what is it? what is it? What is our citizenship? What did it mean? Why, what's this independence from who and taxation without representation means what and why? And I don't need to go diving so much into the history of that, but it is important to think that when you're being critical of a subject that you use the same rules, no matter what the subject is, if it's, you know, a satellite spinning around in a sphere in space, or if it's, a social construct either way you have to kind of look at it critically and say is it really what I think it is because I think these people have fallen into this idea that I think they did do critical thinking and they just came out the other end of it incorrect in my opinion I think their logic is flawed as I've done you know the digging that I've done I think they came out of it flawed but I don't know I mean I'm always willing to say I'm I'm wrong and so maybe they're right (laughs) I just I I don't think so (laughs) I mean a lot of what they're saying just is illogical
2: I agree with that. So let's get back to that definition.
0: Yeah. So do you want to go ahead and hit it?
2: Uh, Sure. The Sovereign Citizen Movement is a loose group of American, Canadian, and Australian litigants, commentators, tax protesters, and financial scheme promoters. Self-described sovereign citizens take the position that they are answerable only to their own particular interpretation of the common law and they are not subject to any government statutes or proceedings they do not recognize United States currency and maintain that they are free of any legal constraints, especially rejecting most forms of taxation.
0: Yeah, so um, that's kind of it in a nutshell. I do think that this is a a jaded uh, version of how you would summarize it. I don't think a sovereign citizen would write it that way. Agreed. (laughs) I think a sovereign citizen would have written that down a little differently. But, um and we tried we tried to get a sovereign citizen to come on this
2: show but we couldn't find any in Arizona it's a big like
0: well no that that will talk there's a th- that's a yeah. big problem with a lot of the uh, so the, the the little rabbit holes that have gone down are uh, the police departments have a lot of educational problems and you know trying to educate the police as to how to deal with a sovereign citizen because sovereign citizens do things a certain way they're educating them on like figuring out how to tell early on that that's what they're dealing with and to get some idea as to what it means to deal with them. Because I mean, the big thing was in these guys be came on the police radar right away uh or early in 2010 when uh, in Arkansas, there was a uh, a father and son that just got out of the car with AK 47s and killed the, killed the cops that are out there. And the, it was two police officers that were killed and several others that were wounded. Um, this is a, a violent thing and it's it's fearful because they don't see the police officers as anything other than these stormtroopers that are uh, corporate entities that are coming after them to put... It's a conspiracy theory that goes all the way up from the United States government all the way up through to um, the Pope is really the king and I don't know how the pope becomes the king while the whole thing is being run by the Jewish people and that's what they're actually against us the Jewish people this is where a lot of the anti-semitism comes in um th- it's it's a big world and I don't just like to take the whole world and just that whole world and just throw it out I kind of like to do this thought experiment of what if it's real you know in my head and just go okay I have two ways of diving into it. One, how did you get from being just a normal fifteen year old kid or twenty year old kid or whatever with general ideas as to how the education system and the people in this country create citizens to this sovereign citizen mindset. How do you get there? And the other one is once you're there, how do you act and what why are you so dangerous? Because they have it's 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 a hundred thousand strong in two thousand ten, it's three hundred thousand strong in two thousand sixteen So, with a three-fold increase over a six-year period, the exponential growth is insane. Um, The FBI categorizing these people as being above Islamist terrorists and above jihadists as far as the danger to the U.S. US people. Wow. um, The FBI has them above that as of 2014. So, uh, Timothy McVeigh... Who was that? Timothy McVeigh and Terry Nichols. The Oklahoma City bombing. Okay. Uh, I think it was 92 to 94, 94 somewhere in there. I think it was. It killed like 154 people. 160 or or so and wounded another 700. And a lot of kids, too. There was a nursery. Yeah. And that was uh, the Turner Diaries, was a big part of what they did with the readings that they had. Um, he was in gun shows. This, you can loop in gun shows. You can loop in preppers. You can loop in the Montana people, the um, uh, Oregon. Uh, Everybody in Montana, <laughs> in Oregon, uh, all of them, all of them. There's, Wait, did you there's say nobody like, else? Like doomsday preppers? Yeah, you've got you've got a lot of this homesteader. Mm-hmm. Um, no, the thing that happened in Oregon with the uh, Bundy group where they took over the oh yeah. Um, refu- oh yeah the refuge. Yeah. And the FBI came in and just prior to that that same
2: they, they didn't want to pay the, the grazing fee?
0: Well, I don't remember what it was in Oregon, but in Nevada that was where the Bundy folks were they were on land and I think that was the grazing fee one. Yeah. And those guys went over to the Oregon Woods and helped them with their hold up and it's it's an interesting idea, but I don't I don't. I mean, it's scary. It, you know, like I said, as I started digging this, I'm like, wow, this isn't. Th- I thought it was going to be. all oh, these cute people who misunderstand the laws, and you watch all these YouTube videos of these so people going, you getting, can't take me. Arrested. I wasn't really driving. I was traveling. Or that's not yeah. my name. They have this thing where th- they they believe that your uh, birth certificate is your bonding connection with this corporation called. I don't know. I don't even know if it's America that they're a corporation or if it's the whole world because sometimes the conspiracy goes all the way around the globe. But um, there's certainly no legitimate – every government that they ever deal with is a defunct government and that your birth certificate is your employee number. And that your and it could be your hunting license that is your number. It doesn't matter where you connect yourself to the government, but at some point it becomes your 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 employee number. And the proof that this is the the conspiracy is that there is a corporation that it's not a government. It's not by the people. It's a corporation, and that you become a commodity of this corporation. And that the United States has. Uh, this agreement with its foreign country with the other countries that <laughs> I know it's really really hard to explain this because it's, it's it's not logical but I think I can do it if you are a commodity of the United States as a citizen you have a value of anywhere from 600,000 to 25 million dollars each individual citizen and so as you're born into this country you become a new product that this this company owns. And so it, you can be traded as this commodity with other countries. And we use your value, my value, everybody's individual value as a way of trading with foreign countries. And it extends once you've accepted this new reality. Like I I can't get my whole head inside the bubble of this, this reality. I can't do the full thought experiment because it's it's really difficult to do. I mean, you have to accept so many strange truths.
1: Well, on, on the one hand, it, it sounds asinine and everything you know, that that they believe. But on the other hand, it's also deeply philosophical.
0: It is. No, there's definitely not. like You're not going to find that there's just a, a whole bunch of, of really low IQ people that are all m- mundled together in this mess right? just bumbling around. They're thinking it through, and they have passion about what it is they're talking about for sure. Um. But the birth certificate thing, th- I just get back to that real quick, mm-hmm. is the proof that this is a, that this is a, uh, a true conspiracy and that you're really an object is the fact that your birth certificate has your name in full caps. but all, all capital letters because that's the separation between the you that's you and the you that's the commodity on paper that they trade. Uh-huh. They trade the capital letter version of you. So I heard uh, this, I heard... Now it makes sense. Yeah. Okay. so now it makes sense. Yeah. So you have to, one the thing I heard was you have to, if you become a sovereign citizen, you have to get used to how to pronounce your name in lowercase letters. Under, okay. Because then, yeah. yeah. Thank so you for clearing that up for me. So you have to practice that,
1: T-Man. I literally don't know how to pronounce something in lowercase letters Yeah, you'll upperc- fa- You're I not mean, a sovereign
0: citizen. You don't know how it take. In
1: uppercase, I guess you're technically yelling, so yeah. uh, according so to the internet. Every
0: time you yell, you're actually the commodity. So if
1: I'm Adam... That's I'm the commodity
0: that you got to be careful because so when you watch these court, I've watched court cases on YouTube of people who are sovereign citizens mm. defending themselves oh god it is so funny <laughs> <laughs> and the judges and what they do and their attorneys sometimes are in there and they're like what do I do and they like look on their face and the camera is hilarious and they're just like ah I don't know it's terrible
1: I mean back to what you said earlier to be fair people do have a monetary worth yeah I mean so that, I mean that's not but that is, crazy.
0: But is that your parents that get that value, your siblings, your wife, your kids, or is it the government? That I'm gets pretty that sure value? it's the government. You or just figure society at large. You just figure the government just gets that value or the society gets that value somehow? Yeah.
1: Curse you the government.
0: you know I mean, is a surgeon uh, more
2: valuable than a street <laughs> sweeper? I would How
0: would you know that when you're born? Yeah, you mm-hmm. know oh, you're born, boom, this is your value.
2: But, I mean, I I can understand it. You know, I was born in this country. Uh, I didn't choose to be here. So what if I uh, don't like, you know, how the current administration is running things? Can I just say I don't want to participate in uh, your government system anymore? Yeah. Well,
0: I guess I can say that. But I'm (laughs) I'm still living here and I'm still reaping all That's the a lot of it. Of they just here. say that and then well, they're saying it in a very
1: The other thing is is that sovereign citizenship does sound incredibly compelling if you think about it. it. I mean, you get to live here with all the benefits with none of the, you know, none of none the of downsides. The downside. Yeah. And I I've known I knew one person that I want to say thought about but maybe sort of became a sovereign citizen when they decided to stop paying income tax. Really? Um but the thing was is like for them it came from a an act of desperation. Sure. It wasn't even like a, a well thought out plan. They're like, "Holy crap, I, I don't have enough money to live my life. Um what can I do? Oh, I'll just stop paying taxes." And then they start looking down, they start trying to find like reasons why it's okay not ah, to pay your taxes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And when you're desperate enough, everything sounds compelling and true and you, you know, you do that bias where you're looking to confirm you know your belief just because that's that's how you feel the only way you can get through life i mean you could have gotten another job
0: but as i was going through my notes i would pretty regular i mean it's only been a week and there's people that have been doing this for you know since the 70s they've been studying this there's some reporters one lady in particular i'd love to get her on here who just i mean she's just so familiar with everything but as i went i just kept underlining my little note next to everything i read was motivated reasoning over and over and over again so it's interesting you say that because they have some motivation to reason the way they do. And that's motivated reasoning. Well, I yeah, I
1: don't, I don't think anyone's going to become a sovereign citizen because they just feel like it. I mean.
0: Uh, I mean, it's a, it's an extreme libertarianism, if you ask me. That's what it kind of seems like. It's like, hey, leave me alone. I don't need your system. I've got my stuff. I'm good to go. I can live my own life. There's a lot of off-the-grid, homesteader-type people who you'll find that way. Um, I tried to see, like... If there was a connection, then up because I saw this this pattern of, you know, these aren't people that live in big cities. This is typically not going to be somebody who's, you know, living in an apartment, you know, a high uh, population so more rural area. Yeah, it's more rural true. type stuff. Well, so yeah, then I thought of the Unabomber. I was like, aha! And no. No, no, no. No, he's a different animal He all lived in a cabin together. in the woods. Well, they're right. <laughs> Off the grid homestead. Uh-huh. And, you know, I was like, oh, okay. But it turns out he was he was much more against technology. Yeah. He thought that artificial intelligence was going to destroy us all. I mean, so does Musk. He was a different animal. No. <laughs> <laughs> I thought he was a little bit more accepting of artificial intelligence. Who, Musk? Yeah.
1: He just warned us against using AI. He says, oh, don't yeah. do it.
0: No, oh, no. Well, he's the same as the Unabomber then. Yeah. No, you know, I can see that one blew up a connection. building. The other one makes <laughs> electric cars. Yeah, but well, basically the and same And solar thing. and stuff.
2: I, I can sympathize a little with bit with Musk with <laughs> the sovereign citizens. <laughs> okay, you know, I don't. Oh, I do too. I, I don't like how my taxes are being spent. I would much rather see my tax dollars go towards schools and hospitals than bombs and bullets. You know, taking out people in third world countries. Yeah, and it's like
1: Tom doesn't speak for us.
2: <laughs> uh, yes, I do. I do. I'll hail, hail President Trump, you know? Uh, <laughs> okay. Um, so it's like, I, you know, I wish there was some sort of system where I could allot the tax dollars that I pay. You know, like if I wanted 100% of my taxes to go into roads, like they could do that. And then when they have enough money for roads, like it just spills over into a general fund or something. Mm. But, you know, I think it's absurd that we spend, you know, 60% of our discretionary s- spending on... Uh, you know, the military, yeah, and 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 you know, is that morally unethical?
0: Well, it's a hard call. I mean, I'm not in a position to know whether that money was spent right. I'm not even in, in a position to know whether or not the local dollars that are spent. I, I mean, I know that somebody came by and did some potholes in my neighborhood. You know, I'm sure i like created them, they filled them. Oh, <laughs> they just went by. Like, what a terrible like, service!
1: Um. Real quick, I, I know you guys are kind of on a stream here, but I, I want to get back to something that you had yeah. mentioned about when you said, like, how do you go from like a 15 year old, you know, regular, the, yeah, you know just regular 15 year old to like sovereign citizen? Um, so when I was younger, I was in a very small town. I was in El Mirage, which you know is still part of a, a larger city, but when I was a kid, that wasn't the case. El Mirage was actually kind of separate from everything else because yeah. there was a lot of field in between physically and separated. Phoenix. Yeah. 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 Um, as a kid, I didn't actually recognize an authority outside of El Mirage. In fact, the idea never really occurred to me. Mm. Um, I I know that doesn't necessarily make me sovereign, but like in my own head, like the city of El Mirage was its own nation. It may as well have been. Mm-hmm. We took care of everything in house. We didn't even have like a, a sheriff's department. We had like the the deputies, and we rarely had those. It wasn't until oh, like yeah. I was eight or so that we got our own police force. Um, it's funny you say that because a lot of
0: Starbucks have you probably already heard that but that there's a whole county connection mm-hmm. and that they think the sheriff is the ultimate authority above all, all
1: my my point is is that in, like in rural america where i think the majority of these people are is that it, it is really easy to see why they would consider themselves sovereign citizens you spend so much time se- you know separate from everybody else even from other neighbors by acres mm-hmm. and acres of land everything that happens on your property is your problem you're not mm-hmm. going to call the police every time you know there's somebody at your door or something sure. mm-hmm. And it's easy to take that out. And if, if you're an adult with those feelings, you're going to spread those same sentiments to your children. Yeah, yeah, you definitely are.
2: I think the same is true about religion, too. Well, I mean, yeah. You're going to spread that to your children, just like any other communicable
0: disease. Or, <laughs> well, or, or, or STD. Well, um, uh, conservatism g- spreads the same way if you're conservative. Liberalism spreads the same way if you're liberal. There's some really, uh, based on... What I found here, I I wanted to get into some of the neurology of it, some studies and trying to figure some things out. So I did a little bit of research into the ideas of how can you sort of uh, – how does somebody handle – the cognitive dissonance, the idea that you're driving on this road that somebody else built, that somebody else is maintaining, somebody else is monitoring, somebody else has said, hey, you know what, we want people to drive this way on this side of the road and the other way on the other side of the road and that these yellow lines mean this and how can you do that and say hey, I don't pay taxes and I don't you know, there's some serious cognitive dissonance going on. They're believing two totally different things at the same time and I wondered how, what makes that okay? What makes that is there is there a certain type of personality? That's when I kind of found that whole rural thing, but now I, I started digging. Is this? Everybody kept saying, like you said, there's wackos, but a lot of people are saying stupid. They were saying the word stupid or idiot or dumb or, or ignorant of the laws. And I was like, I don't think these people are stupid. If you hear them in court, they're not stupid people. Um, I, I I feel like this isn't a stupidity thing. I feel like it's a uh, conservative or liberal, like you can go you can go crazy on liberal and you can go crazy on conservative. You, you know what I mean? You can go way too far right and you can go way too far left. And these guys are just way, way right. And there are some neurological studies that show that there are different brain structures that you can literally take a neurologist and have them crack open somebody who's passed away, crack open the skull and look at them and go, oh, with, I think it was 76.9% accuracy, this is a liberal based on looking at the brain. Same percent accuracy, this is a conservative by looking at the brain. Based on uh, amygdala uh, development or, oh my God, what is it called? I have my notes somewhere. But <laughs> that when you look at the, uh, the likelihood of somebody becoming conservative if their both parents are conservative, that likelihood percentage is in like the 69%. That's how uh, I grew up. Pre- if you can predict something like conservatism or liberalism based on any evidence at all, that evidence is 69% based on your parents and, s- and, and post-mortem, 76% uh, predictability on the brain.
1: I grew up conservative.
0: And the parts of the brain that are given the conservative is the uh, emotional part. So the parts that are growing, uh, that are... Uh, more developed in postmortem for the liberal brain are the uh, decision-making parts of the brain. They're just bigger. Just need to take a quick break to mention our sponsor, eCampus. Do you have textbooks? Well, sell them. Shop shipping is free. Uh, get paid or get an in-store credit for books that you need for the next class that you have. Uh, go to criticalcactus.net forward/ slash eCampus and sell your books today. Now back to the show.
1: read a really interesting article this morning that said that liberals are out of touch with reality. Tell me more. Basically they said that that's that's why we're we're losing people on the liberal side is because the uh, like the Democrats in, you know in, in DC they, they keep projecting this like everything is fine and then everything is obviously not fine um you know we've got our problems that need to be fixed and that you know the democrats they they only see like one problem they kind of keep harping on it like right now their major concern is the whole russian probe and Mm -hmm. like there's other problems that we need to be focusing on but that's that's pretty much all they're going to focus on right now is the russian probe it was an editorial so you you know i can't say that it was unbiased unbiased but it made it made some sense you know people become disenfranchised like like even me like I hear about the Russian probe and stuff and like yeah I kind of care but like I care more about healthcare and all the other things that are currently being ignored mm-hmm. like can we maybe focus here I cr- mean crumbling infrastructure or, yeah, yeah we've we've already got our special systems or special investigation unit that's doing their thing let them do their thing and come up with what they will focus on the other problems right
0: now that affect us as citizens You're talking about the news focusing on that I'm talking about everybody Well I don't know where you are I don't know where you're coming from. I, I say that because the, the news is a is a. It's like saying, why is Saturday Night Live only focusing on this? It's their entertainment. News is just entertainment. If you want to focus on healthcare, go look at all the stuff that's talking about healthcare. There's no there's no end to it. If you want to go look it up, there's lots of things brand new every day regarding what's going on in the new healthcare bill, and healthcare in general. I, I don't know. it just if you just turn it on and let it wash over you, you're gonna find one subject.
2: So, you grew up conservative. Mm-hmm. I grew up conservative. I don't think either of us are really no. conservative. No, you guys are not conservative. You know, <laughs> um, so, if you are the child of sovereign citizens, or a sovereign citizen, you're much more likely to become one of these uh, people that think that way. Mm. But, obviously, this is not the only place that these sovereign citizens are coming from. So, do people get recruited? Do they yeah. get drawn into it? Is it a f- Like, to me, it seems like a form of protest. You... Uh, are frustrated, you are angry, you are whatever at the quote-unquote system, you know, mm-hmm. so the only choice you have the
0: is man. to <laughs> drop
2: out, you know? You yeah. can be beaten down by the man, so you, you you know, instead of staying and participating and, and shoveling shit against the tide, you know, you remove yourself. You say, I'm not going to participate. I'm not going to be part of that corrupt, that unjust, that uh, immoral System, which it makes sense to me. Uh, I would rather stay, and I would rather fight the good fight and try to make a difference from the inside. And my sister lives in the middle of nowhere uh, in New Mexico, and there are—and and I had no idea until I went to visit her. She is in the most rural place that I've ever visited. Really? In life. Like they have uh, cages at uh, the school bus stops for the children uh, to make sure they don't get attacked by wolves. <laughs> I'm I'm dead serious.
1: I, it's really funny to me. Yeah,
2: um, <laughs> but she says there's people out there that were born off the grid. Like they were born at home. They mm. don't have a birth certificate. They don't have a social security number. Uh, they, they. That's really risky. They live off the grid their whole lives. And I mean, there's mm. there's a bunch of people out there apparently like that that mm-hmm. just have such an ingrained. Mistrust of all government that yeah. they're just,
0: so you find the same in like the Appalachia area, Nevada, like the Ozarks, like the Hillbilly and Ozarky, you know, like I the Okies. Know. If you're off the grid anyway and you're not driving on that road, it does make a lot more sense to say, Hey, why do I have to pay taxes? Well, there's only like one road in the county, yeah. <laughs> Yeah! Wow.
1: Well, if you live in the middle of the mountains and you decide not to, you know, to give birth to your children and never have them registered, I mean, I don't, I don't think they're really doing any harm. They're probably not going to own a car. I don't car.
0: think the feds are going after those people yeah. in a big way either. I, I don't know what the. I mean, you might be breaking a rule, but it's kind of like when you're in the middle of nowhere and there's a red light in the middle of the dark yeah. and you can see in all directions and there's no car coming. Are you going to go through that red light or are you going to sit there until it will probably never turn green? You know, it's not timed for it to be just like, oh, if you didn't hit it by the weight, you're not going to hit it and you're I'm just gonna sitting gonna there. going to blow through that red light. Yeah.
1: And get pulled over by the one cop. <laughs> He's got his lights <laughs> off. He's just waiting with the little button.
0: He's like, I want to keep it red until this guy goes. I need to hit my mark. Rules are different when you're in a big society, and that's kind of one of the big things that I was trying to get my head around was, it seems like one of the things that is common is that these people are blind to the concept of society. For example, money is both real and un- not real at the same time. Okay. Because a hundred dollar bill is not worth a hundred dollars. Literally, it's not worth a hundred dollars. Except literally it is. You know what I mean? Because it's both real it, and abstract. It's real, yes. and it's so it's real and not real at the same time. It's 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 one of those things that becomes real because society says it's real. It has value because we assign it that value. And the same thing goes for the things we're talking about here. As society says, this road should be here. This like l- look at a freeway that runs right through the middle of a city. I don't know, uh, fifty one. It's not a you know you go straight and then immediately a left hand turn that's 90 degrees it's a smooth flowing road we've all figured on about how you could probably go about 80 90 miles on that road without the road itself becoming an obstacle to how fast you're going you're not going to flip because it turns so fast and it does that through the city meaning i mean i remember the freeway that uh, they had to pull up apartment complexes and neighborhoods and 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 make this freeway in the middle of the city now that's just land just like land anywhere else it's, it's no different, but we made it different. We decided. As somebody put the civil engineering involved, they put the finances involved, they made this road, they got the contracts. I'm sure there's a lot of capitalism going on. There's a lot of, you know... Uh, public hearings. There's a lot of public hearings. There's a lot of zoning. There's a lot of things going on and sounds and all these different things going on. But... Ultimately, you end up with something that everybody agrees with is, is a valid thing. And, it, and it's probably a 50-year or 100-year ROI. Your return on investment on that is probably way out there from a city's perspective. And then you have to maintain it. And then you have to watch it with the police that you pay a salary for. And you have to do all those things so that somebody can drive it on the road. And then some guy says, I'm not paying this ticket. Like you, you're, you're missing a lot of what's going on in the society that has said, we all wanted to be able to go a certain speed on that road for efficiencies, for economy, for all these other reasons. We wanted to be able to do that. We came together. We invested it. We did the thing. Now it's done, and you're just going to get on it and go and you know screw everybody else? Take, take advantage of the system. You're missing the whole point of the beauty of the whole society part. You're just thinking individual. That started making me think about the big city versus the rural yeah. and like that concept, and it's interesting you say that you were in a small town.
2: You know, people first started to band together in tribes for mutual benefit, you know. Uh, we can all protect ourselves. We can all hunt and gather. We can all, uh, you know. Individually. Yeah. We you could. Know, united we stand, divided we fall, whatever, however mm-hmm. you want to mm-hmm. phrase it. But people uh, mutually benefit each other. You know, the same is true whether you've got, you know, 5, 10, 50 people or whether you've sure. got 5 million, 10 million people living mm-hmm. in a place. Yeah. Um, there is a social contract there now the the government has authority because everybody agrees you know that they're going to listen to I have as much power as, as the president mm-hmm. you know what I mean I just have a heck of a lot less people that listen to me yeah you know the government has authority because people give it authority yeah, yeah. right so everybody bands together in this mutually beneficial thing that we've dubbed society yeah. right and we have a government to help smooth interactions between its citizens because conflict is gonna come naturally yeah you know so we have laws in place we have people to enforce the laws we have judges we have a whole legal structure to make it easier for people to interact with each other you know so I guess what we're kind of getting at here is what's the role of government You know, I mean, we could argue that it's
0: like you're you're diving right into that natural thought, which is to critically think about a subject, you know, like what is government? And that's a very that's definitely legit.
1: Well, I think the role of government is so if you think about it, um, think of like a board game Monopoly or anything. Okay, so imagine you wanted to play Monopoly with, th- with the two of us, and not, none of us had ever played before. Right. So you bring out the board, and you open it up, and you take out all the pieces, and you set them on the board, and you realize we don't have a rule book.
2: Yeah, we'd have to agree on some rules.
1: Yeah, like without it, we would just be like moving pieces around a board and maybe throwing houses at each other. There, there's no structure, and without it, you have anarchy. Yes. And despite what some people in my life think, uh-huh. anarchy is not a good thing. No.
0: Well, that got me down another whole other rabbit hole. I'd never really looked into anarchy, but it's this fascinating subject. I mean, it, I, I again, I don't see any sound logic to what they're trying to say in this whole anarchy thing. It mm-hmm. goes to the Unabomber guy who says, you know, you can't have all this stuff because we're going to, you know, self destruct. And if right. we self destruct at the end of this path, it's going to be worse than if we just do it ourselves now or whatever he does. Um, but the idea of anarchy had never really come up in anything. I always really? thought it was just a simple yeah. Some people say that as a joke or whatever. I never really d- dug into it, thinking that somebody oh no. had a no, no, no. had a logical some people take stance it very seriously. and it, it, yeah.
2: It, it's a wonderful theory.
1: Is it? I mean, it's just like Marxism. It's like a wonderful theory. It doesn't work in practice. Right.
2: I mean. If everybody could get along and cooperate and respect each other, then we could all live side by side, and there wouldn't be any need for a government, mm. because we'd all just be these wonderful people, and and you know neighbors would grade their own roads, and and communities would take care of themselves, and you know so uh. it would be anarchy, and that anybody could do what they want. But we'd all be respectful and, and because we all want to, to do other. good things, right? Uh, I see. You know, but I see. we know that human. i never
0: thought it. of anarchy as a utopian thing. I always thought yeah. anarchy is terrible. Like they just important. want to throw rocks at windows, kind of uh, anarchy. You know, well, see, and they,
2: they want to. Uh, what I've heard about it and learned about it from people that you know preach it is that you know they want to do away with all forms of government at all. Right. Okay. Uh, period. Which, you know, if, if you can, if by if all we, means. if we could all live in harmony like ants. You know, yeah. where there's no chaos and everybody's happy and everybody does what they're supposed to, then yeah, we could get away with that. Ants
1: don't live in in a in a government-free society, though. I mean, they have a role. They they're bred that way. Well, okay, maybe that was a bad example. Well, no, I mean, it's my, not a bad example. It's I think it's a really my, good example. My point is, is I mean, that, everybody
2: does what they're supposed to do.
1: Yeah, people don't work that way. No, they don't. <laughs> and like, unfortunately, I know a lot of uh, maybe a lot. I know a few people that just wholeheartedly believe that if they just stuck to what it is that they want to do and ignore everything else that everything will get by. Okay. I'm like, I don't understand how you can't see the bigger picture. Like imagine everyone live their life that way. Like the car that you're driving wouldn't exist because no one's going to go to work to make that. There's some
0: arrogance to that too. I like the idea of the ants thing because there is a, um, there is a, 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 Pre-built set of rules, if you will, that they go by. That they're—you said they're bred with it. I mean, genetically, there are some rules that yeah, they follow. They're pretty simple rules. They've actually been able to do a lot of computer simulations for those ant rules, and they can do some amazing things as a big one, big organism. Right. So can people, and so can people. Yeah, and it's very impressive. I uh, think
1: people just need to get rid of free will. <laughs>
0: <laughs> just be robots. That's
1: really what's holding us back. We if just d-
0: just have everybody do what you want them to do.
1: Form a hive mind. It doesn't have to be me. Just find one like super brain, maybe like Stephen Hawking or Oh, really? I'll go with Hawking, yeah. Okay. And he's nothing but a brain. Yeah. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> oh.
2: And and um,
1: yeah, we'll just do whatever he says. We can form like a human chain up to the moon if we want or
2: I'd like to be on the top of that pile, not on the bottom. Well,
1: you have no free will anymore, so it doesn't matter what you That's want.
2: That's true. Mm. I guess I would be happy then all the time. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: I don't know where I'd want to be on that. Ignorance is bliss.
2: Well, so we've got a group of people that are choosing to remove themselves from society while still benefiting, while
0: still reaping the benefits from society. Um, Well, no. No, no, I I don't think that's putting yourself, I don't think that's properly putting the audience in the mindset of of a sovereign citizen. Oh, okay. I don't. I think that might be what you see from the outside, but from the inside what you see is someone who truly i mean do the thought experiment for a minute okay if during the switch in the 1930s the gold standard really did mean what they think it means regarding the corporation of america where america stopped being a government stopped being controlled by all of our votes and stopped being and instead switched to a corporate entity if it really did do that, which you got to give that, you know, it's like it's like watching a scary movie. Just suspend reality for a minute and just think, okay, that really okay. happened. Now you live in this world now. Since the 1930s, this has been going on. Um, there's something that happened in the 1870s that did something with admiral law and the common law, and the Civil War did something, and you end up with the 1930s gold standard, and now you have this judiciary. Okay. That is controlled by the Jewish people. It's not a coincidence that those two words sound very similar. Wow! Oh, that's no. We're Dang. in. We're in. Suspend I, reality. I mean, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I, I never made that connection before. Admiral, Admiralty amazed. law is 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 applicable here because you have um, you have a lot of ships. Okay. Don't
2: have,
0: don't forget you have a lot of ships. We, ha- we have a lot of boats. No, I didn't say boats. Oh. You have ships like memberships, and. I'm not kidding. Yeah, name the word with the end of it being "ship," and it is part of the problem. And it's, it's citizenship. It's exactly. Now you're onto it. So with your citizenship, you're following Admiralty law. Masturbation ship. <laughs> I don't know if that's part of the law. I don't think it's a thing. Isn't it? It is now. Okay. It will be. It'll be a subreddit here soon. <laughs> um. Now, when you become this citizen, this not a citizen, you become a part of this corporation that really does exist you have got a value of six hundred thousand dollars or 25 million dollars depending on where you ranked where you were I don't know I think it the average matter. human's
1: worth five million
0: okay in That's the it? sovereign I don't know man I mean I, I'm just putting you in the in, okay. in this little land because Seems once like you pay once you pay the sovereign citizen guys the guys that are at the gun shows that are showing you these packages that you can purchase mm-hmm. with money that doesn't mean anything but they want it. Um, once you purchase this package, it will show you the legal steps you need to take to become the sovereign citizen that will then allow you to tap into that fund. That is your fund. You just don't know you have this fund because you haven't separated yourself, the birth name that is the capital letter U with the with the actual person U, which is the normal spelling U. As soon as you split those two and one becomes a person and the other is the entity or the individual or the however they want to say it if you've properly separated yourself with the correct oh my god i forget what it's called it's a uscc oh they know these things they're inside and out they know it so well once you've done it properly you can now tap into that value and and when the police pull you over here's the wonderful thing there is a there's a price schedule that you get to send them when the police have pulled you over and they've detained you for an hour, or ten, or three days. You get to choose based on the fund that you have tapped into what they owe you <laughs> for that time. So your value could be hundred thousand dollars an hour. It could be a million dollars an hour. It doesn't differs. And then you, they, what they do is they literally put liens, actual liens, on the court reporter on the police officer, on the judge, on the everybody involved, the accounting, the the attorneys. Involved, everybody gets these liens signed to them and they're real. They're real liens that you don't know exist until you go to try to sell your house or your car or whatever and they go, "Oh, you got this lien." Yep. Oh, "Wait, what?" Because there aren't very there are very few states that have hard lien laws that you can just apparently they can just put a lien on you. I didn't What's know this. What's a lien? This says if you're going to sell your house this amount of money goes to them first unless you squash the lien. So the value of your house is $100,000. The lien is $20,000. You sell your house, they get a check for 20. Wow. It's a real thing. I need to start taking out liens on people. And the, Yeah, I know, right? This Holy is shit. where they start becoming – so there's this magic. They have this formula. So they're not
2: part of our, our system. But, but they they're use they're the system. they're using our system against us.
0: Yes. They are – what they are is they are uh, undercover. <sighs> they're undercover inside – this civilization that you live in they're undercover in there using your own dumb laws against you like lizard people i don't know that's a whole different subject okay this is some i mean i'm barely touching the surface guys i'm serious this stuff is it's crazy it sounds they have and i said crazy i shouldn't have said that what i really mean to say is it's fascinating and i really want to know more i don't know i gotta figure out a way to make it uh like, hey, so if you're a sovereign
2: citizen or you know a sovereign citizen, us, please, please. send us, us an email. Call us on our non line show. We interview you and learn some more.
0: <laughs> yeah, do we have anybody on the lines right now, D-Man? Adam, Say, who called in?
1: <laughs> Adam, I, you know what you need to do. You need to become a sovereign citizen. I do? Yeah.
2: I don't think it takes much.
1: I don't think it takes much either. I, I think really don't.
2: can you become the dictator of your own
0: micronation? Just I to, like like I think So it is difficult to stop being a citizen. Like like there's the rules. You cannot be in America when you denounce your citizenship. You have to be somewhere else. Literally, you you physically have to be somewhere else. So you okay. have to go some to some other country and then denounce. It. You have to go to a consulate. There's paperwork you have to do. There's you have to explain it. You have to you know figure out where all your money you is. Have to, you have to pay the fees. You have to pay the fees. There's a lot of texts. You have to make sure they're cleared up. Your social security gets weird. You have
1: to belong to someone, don't you? Though I don't no. think you can
0: You become it. a stateless there, person. There are. Um, haven't you seen and that movie th- with Tom Hanks th- you <laughs> yeah but
1: don't they just get stuck in like airports yeah or? <laughs> you have to
0: have a, a passport but you can get passports they're called economic passports you can mm-hmm. get them from certain s- certain countries all you have to do is buy something of substance I don't know if it's different in different countries but uh-huh. you can get a financial uh, basically an economic hmm. uh, passport and become like a kind of an international citizen or whatever. That's cool. Ooh, but you have um, to have that passport. I want to be an international yeah, citizen. You had to have your US passport to leave because you had to enter somewhere else and once you entered that somewhere else you then have to switch. But anyway, it gets, it gets real complicated. The, the the magic spell of the paperwork that they do is that they'll send the police officer some papers that have a lot of s- like uh, Latin and s- word salad in it that looks legal and, and sounds like it's going to really be complicated and the police are trained. Don't just throw that in the garbage. So you give that to your lawyer. You pay your lawyer. The lawyer looks at it. The lawyer throws it in the garbage because it's probably garbage. Then the second one comes. The first one's something to do with, oh, the pay schedule or the laws that you know of his nation or her nation that you broke because you're the wrong nation. Or they might say something about the diplomat or whatever. But. Um, the next one's going to be something similar. But the third one in Magical 3, I don't know why that's a thing, but it's a thing. The Magical 3rd one will be legitimate. The third one will be something that's an actual summons from the court where they will have the first two made sure they look just like the third one you're going to get mm-hmm. and make you think you can throw away the third one. But the third one is one of those things where you're just going to throw it away because you're sick of paying the lawyer to just throw them out. The first one, the second one, you paid the lawyer, paid the lawyer. The third one is real. And the third one has this 30 days if you don't respond to the court. Now you're against the court, and now you're in actual trouble. Mm -hmm. So they call them paper terrorists. This is a serious, serious thing, and it clogs up the works because a small municipality is going to have one or two a month come through and really clog up the works for the whole system of justice in that municipality. It can be a big big problem. And uh, that's not even why they're terrorists. They're terrorists in the FBI because they're – freaking dangerous they don't they think you're somebody they can shoot because you're not a real person you're just a stormtrooper part of a corporation that they don't believe in and you're the the knee on their neck that's keeping them down you know there's a lot of weird ideologies so
1: it makes me wonder like are there maybe different levels of of like sovereign citizens like Mm -hmm. the hardcore absolutely shoot everyone 95
0: percent of them are not violent um, right. or 98 or whatever percent of them are not violent it doesn't take more than one to ruin that right but, well, right. but when you look at um, the supposed dangerous people in this country you're going to find um, the jihadist Islamic terrorists who I think they've thwarted like 36 plots a year or something whereas well, with these guys they thwart 370 plots a year so they're awa- they're plotting they're plot they're a bunch of plotters right yeah
1: so just taking a look at the uh we'll say non aggressive sovereign citizens okay. um you know they they still cause problems and they the, feel
0: like they're educators they want to educate yeah. you and explain to you the world you really live in and so they're paying their taxes because they have to, and they don't don't want to fight the system. What I wonder
1: about with people like that is, like, imagine they get pulled over. Like, why would they stop if they don't recognize the? Authority? I don't understand that either. Like, why
0: not just keep going, just, or <laughs> or just pay the fine if it doesn't mean anything anyway, or yeah. just accept the ticket if you're not going to pay the fine if it doesn't mean anything anyway. But why the why the big holdout of barricading yourself in this car and making the police officer break your window? To get you out of there, and the argument is, well, why does the cop have to do that? Well, if a cop pulls you over for something simple like you don't have brake lights, right? Well, the cop's not going to just let you go. You've got no brake lights. Right. You can't just. I mean, I'm driving down that same road. By the time you leave that that scene with the cop, and the cop just lets you go, you're driving down a road with no brake lights. You stop fast for a deer. I hit you. It's the cop's fault for letting that person right. go. So the cop has to stop them. and the cop has to tow the vehicle cop can't tow the vehicle with you in it if you're barricading yourself in it they have to get you out i mean it makes sense sorry but those rules are there for a reason that everybody in society believes in and we're all asking that officer dude do your job it has always seemed kind of circular to me though because if a cop asks you to get out of your
1: car and you say no now they have probable cause so now they can get you out of your car i don't know how that works
0: (laughs) I, i don't i think that when they say Get out of your car. Often, what they're saying is, "Give me your license," and mm-hmm. these guys won't give them a license. Right. Well, that's my point. I, so it's now never, you're now you're uh, what is it? Impeding the investigation? Yeah. yeah. Well, it's never just like step
1: A, step B. I mean, there is a bunch of steps in between, but I mean, one way or another, you're getting out of that car. It's just kind of <laughs> <Yeah>. funny.
0: <laughs> like. <laughs> and the cops are trained like don't call for a hundred unit backup. Like just it's your job. Break the window. Get them out. You know. Like don't make this into a long drawn out process. But of course, now since 2010, uh, he, yeah, the cops are a lot a lot more weary, and they'll they'll have their own like sovereign citizens have their own license plates. Often that like made out of cardboard. They'll they'll make their own, and it'll have the symbolism of the uh whatever logos they have a their lot own stuff. micronation uh, I
1: don't know that is actually something I was I was wondering about literally the other day as I was traveling down the road I'm like as a sovereign citizen you wouldn't have a license plate because you wouldn't feel the need to purchase one so aren't you just gonna stick out like a sore thumb as that guy without a license plate
0: yeah
2: I do know there is an entire subreddit called am I free to go Oh, Oh, man. Which is people dealing with police officers. And, I mean, I get it, you know. You want to know your rights. Yeah, Mm -hmm. that makes sense to me.
0: I feel like I understand the system a lot more when I realize I have, if I'm getting pulled over, I have already made a contract with this authority. Already. I made that contract with this authority when I said, I am a citizen of this United States. I'm a citizen of this state. I'm a citizen of I this have a county. driver's
2: license driving on your road.
0: I'm paying taxes specifically so that you will pull me over because whatever it is I'm doing wrong, I don't want to do it again if I really am doing something wrong. And if somebody else is doing something wrong, I really want you, the authority, to pull them over. If i have giving you, the cop, authority over others, I have to then give you that same authority over me. That's a very good point. I mean, so if I say, hey, I'm being respectful of you, officer, by putting my hands on 10 and 2 and putting my keys out here and turning my lights on and not going after my glove box, and that's what you're supposed to do. I'm being respectful to you because I've given you that authority and I really want you to have it because somebody needs to be that authority, in my opinion. Yeah, no, I agree. Mm
1: -hmm. Although I don't want to be pulled over for speeding.
0: The Oregon Wildlife Refuge, the Montana Freeman, 1996, 81 days of being held up, the Texas kidnappings, uh, 2016 Missouri. This gets us into the Moorish, which is an interesting idea. Like the Moors? No, like the – this is a – so Sovereign Citizen is a kind of rooted – well, very much so rooted in racism – Right. In the South, I mean, the Civil War and the
2: I grew up in the South. Yeah. I could tell you some stories. Yeah. My high school was shut down for a few days when the Klan marched. Yeah. And, you know, the administration Like
1: in observance of the national holiday?
2: Well, <laughs> the the administration said they were they were shutting the school down because they didn't want any incidences or conflicts or issues. It was a safety concern, but I think it was just so people could attend.
0: Hmm. Wow. Well, the Sovereign citizen movement is definitely founded in that. Um, Why did the two go hand in hand? That's an interesting thought. Um, when you have the original Articles of Confederation, with, or the Articles of, is that how you say it? Articles, yeah, Articles of, of Confederation? Confederation, which was before the Constitution. There's a lot of. There's a lot of. Uh, What's left in the uh, legal verbiage that these people use comes from the Articles of Confederation, which are not ratified anymore. Right? We have the Constitution now instead. Right. Um, it's like what Article Four, I think. Is they the bring point. all this stuff up, and um, I think a lot of that stems from the Civil War. In you mean the War of Northern Aggression? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is a uh, a big problem because prior to. That uh, amendment, I think it was the Sixteenth Amendment. Um, prior to that, they believed that people were not citizens. That the I, the act of making allowing black people to become citizen was the first and only time legally the documentation uh. of the Constitution began to give humans citizen at all. So this—that's their interpretation, which is actually—if you, you there's a lot of scholarly information that says that's a wrong interpretation anyway. But that's sort of where it comes from: is the disenfranchisement of the poor people of the South after the Civil War. Um, uh, Posse Comitata is a thing that starts with that, and that's where you get the idea that the sheriffs are the highest authority of the land. And um, I am not an expert on this. This is just me kind of you know vomiting out the information I've gathered over the last couple of days, but. Um, yeah, there's a connection with uh, racism because black people uh, were, in their minds, uh, brought into the corporation as part of the overall, if you want to use it as a GDP, I guess, of the country. And that was somehow a problem, and they they don't know how to get out of it, but we white people do know how to get out from underneath this admiralty law. There's some weird stuff going on in there, but um, that's kind of what I've gathered. I think it's the 14th Amendment, uh, 1871. But anyway... Um, this is where the judicial part of the conspiracy comes in and it goes all the way up to the Jewish people and somehow, strangely enough, the Pope is the leader. Because right? that makes all the sense of the world, right? The Catholic Pope. The Catholic Pope would be the leader of the Jewish people that are running the conspiracy of the banks because it's all banking. It's all banking related, so it's the Jewish people. And we're anti-Semites, so we don't like the banks because we don't like the Jewish people. So this is kind of the whole thing. But the idea of being separate from the government appeals to black people in a certain way that causes this new movement of the Moorish, and this is where the Moorish come in, because it is not they don't understand, I don't think they know, maybe they do, but they dismiss the idea that it started with racism but they're the Moorish are totally in it's the exact same rule book, they do the same thing with all of the liens and the whole I don't need to pay taxes the whole gamut is the mm-hmm. same without the without the racism <laughs> okay same thing yeah you find the same thing and probably this is where it gets really trippy when you look at the native american indian because there's a movement there well there's definitely, there's, there's some there's legitimacy there. there's, there's there. some <laughs> legal precedent oh I man think. because now you are in your own nation say what you know yeah <laughs> yeah and it gets really crazy kind of we're here first so yeah like whose country are you in really you know it's a fascinating <laughs> subject yeah, I just keep going on and on I'm sorry I'm hoping you guys can chime in I mean nope nothing. let's talk about the role of government
2: then yeah does the government have a responsibility to protect its citizens
0: Oh,
1: I'm not going to chime in with this at all
2: okay don't why not
1: I don't know I don't have an opinion what, a, come on.
2: If opinion. you had
0: to make an opinion on does what... Go- does
2: a government... Does a government, not our government, yeah. does don't, a government mm. have a responsibility to protect its citizens?
0: Yeah, and don't have a previous opinion. Think about it now. And what do you... You know, you're being asked. Does the government Crunch have a
1: responsibility to protect its citizens?
2: Does a government have the responsibility to protect its citizens? Let's say protect them from foreign invaders. Well...
1: See, mm. I mean, I guess that is the sole role of the government is to, I mean, (laughs) is to govern the people. I mean, it's circular, but.
0: Well, you had said before rules. Right. Right. The rules are internal. It's almost like, you know, we're all IT here. We've got uh, external threats and internal threats. You've Mm got to have your, you know, penetration testing from the outside, and then you've got to have your internal testing for security. Your rules are the internal, and the the military would be your external. But you're so either way, your you're protecting. Either way, you're protecting. Your border patrol. The so I, the I
1: think the reason why I say that and I don't have an opinion is because I'm actually somewhat conflicted on this. Um, the government, at least in the United States, was you know supposed to be of the people, for the people, by the people.
2: Right. I've heard that before.
1: Um, yeah, maybe sounds once mi- or twice. Sounds familiar. Um, the government to me is more of a corporate entity at this point. Oh, you're a sovereign citizen. i I know I don't consider myself to be a sovereign citizen. however, the thing is is I'd that it,
0: it behaves
2: like a corporate
1: entity. It, uh, it certainly yes, is it, currently it is certainly are, currently being run as a corporate it entity. is
0: there are some real truth to the idea and that we are a the corporate. other problem
1: is is like one of the arguments that I constantly have with one of my very liberal friends is my whole my vote doesn't matter thing and because I can't buy you know a Senate seat like you know a company can. I can't buy a presidency like a company can. You know, me as an individual, I don't matter. You know, I, maybe on a local level I'm somewhat important, but, I mean, obviously my vote didn't matter. I won the popular vote and I still managed to lose because... The system is rigged. No, because... Well, let's not, let's not get too deep because into Because the... the dollar runs the country.
0: Yeah. But is it, is that dollar, which we're supposed to be voting on, like, I, there are judges that are being elected who are sovereign citizens. Think about that for a minute.
2: Wait.
0: So what's happening is the sovereign citizens are coming together in certain counties where they come up with a high enough number count to be the vote, the basically the majority, and then they get to have their own judge. So there's a big thing about that. So now, as a citizen, are you doing your part to just let any old judge get elected? I mean, what happens when a sovereign citizen judge gets elected as a judge? Now, your judgments that you're going to see come in and out of that particular county are going to Wait a minute, wait, wait, wait,
2: wait! So somebody who who doesn't want to play by the rules is then going to hold a position of authority,
0: making decision. Mm-hmm. And in his opinion or her opinion, they're... they're they what, ma- e-
2: everybody's innocent? Abs- what I'm thinking. 100%. I'm a, thinking
0: you can DUI in that county if you want because there's not going to be a ramification. There is a really simple
1: fix to the whole sovereign citizen thing. Oh, Legitimize them. Acknowledge that sovereign citizens are a factor thing. Mm-hmm. Label them as terrorists and think them no longer welcome on U.S. soil.
0: Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Yeah. I think the FBI has labeled them, but I think you have to still have more than just an opinion i mean just like communism you sound a little bit like mccarthy so (laughs) taking that thought a little bit further does the government
2: have a responsibility to protect its
0: citizens from themselves
1: a a sovereign citizen is not a citizen of the united states they have no (laughs) they have no reason to protect them they need to be exported
0: yeah well tom's (laughs) gone back to the idea okay so you're asking if if are we supposed to be protected from outside and then are we supposed to be protected from each other like, is the government's job? Is it the government's job? Yeah, that's your question.
2: You know, it's illegal for you to kick my ass, uh, even though you couldn't. But it, <laughs> it would be illegal for you to, just, to attempt it to just assault me. Right? Wait, yeah, is it? I mean, I could call the police. You know, if whatever. I hit him you right know, now, yeah. I might there not win the fight. Involved, but if I started
0: whatever. it, yeah, I would. You know, I'm the just cops just, will take me away for assault.
2: Obviously, I'm a pastor. That's a law. Right? So no, that's I, not true. I, I'm protected cause... from him. But am we're on your property
1: right now. You stood uh, that's your a, that's ground. That's a big
0: part of it. Well, the people are driving <laughs> their around, the, yeah. the people who are driving. They're not driving. They're traveling, right? First of all, and they're they're not citizens. Whatever, all that stuff. They're in their domicile. That's another thing. And um, but I, I I asked I would ask them. Well, then make your own road and you can DUI on it all you want because nobody said on that road that you have to watch it. But on the road that we all paid for to make we're asking you not to be drunk first like make your own road yeah you know seriously there's a lot of land out there make your own road go as fast as you want well yeah but they got to buy that land (laughs) well yeah but I mean the I wonder though if the people who take over and homestead land mm. would really have to buy it I think if you homestead some land you just stick a fork in it and go that's mine it, 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 you can still do that
1: well, I understand that but when you're going to homestead like a 20 mile track yeah. of land
0: yeah actually yeah absolutely acres no, and acres and acres, acres out middle there middle of nowhere Montana Yeah. I
2: can
1: think can there's a limit to how far you can homestead though
0: Probably. Uh, probably. I you don't can't know just like plant are. your flag and claim Colorado. But if you oh. and 50 of your sovereign brothers all want to go in there and make a line of them, you can make your own road and have whatever laws you want. Your own, your My own guess own is there's going to be lots of little bushes growing in the middle of that road that are going to trip you <laughs> up. You better not do it on a motorcycle because you're done for. It's not going to be a maintained road, right? right. Well, I mean, I'm thinking about it. Does the mm-hmm. government have a responsibility to protect me from myself?
1: Man, he's not going to stop until he gets an answer from us. Okay. You're right, I, I'm
0: it, not. Well, what is your opinion on that? Is if you ask the question without <laughs> having one,
2: it depends on how much authority you want your government to have. Mm-hmm. Do I want the government telling me I can't drink because alcohol is harmful?
1: They tried that. Well, they, they did, did. Mm-hmm.
2: but they also have. They say I can't drink until I'm 21 in this country. Right. So, you know, I'm 18, I'm legally an adult,
0: but I can't drink alcohol. Because why?
1: Because you're dumb and you'll make dumb decisions. Well, the
0: the government is you and I, who apparently he doesn't think he needs to vote. Elect officials. Uh, Wait, wait, I do
1: vote. I just don't think my vote matters.
0: Right, so his Mm -hmm. vote didn't matter. But when you and I voted, we continued to reassert that that's something we wish in society that someone who has a child is not allowed to let them drink until a certain age because we have found that society doesn't bode well when 13 year olds are drinking alcohol That's and, hot. and if oh god <laughs> Matt, uh, <laughs> we're on a watch list. <laughs> oh, we were just my search history alone. Trust me, <laughs> yeah. just for the notes I have in this thing, I've gotten me we, on a list. You it's seen any insane. black helicopters? It is crazy. This is this is a deep, nasty. I mean, racist. Oh, oh the dark rabbit holes I went down. Anyway, so I think yeah. I, all right, I, th- I think in
2: you know, obviously, we could sit here and what if all day, but the government does have a responsibility to protect its citizens from themselves.
0: You think they do? Okay. Well, overall, we're going to vote at a county level, a city level, a state level, and a federal level for Dude. all sorts of different things. And so when it comes to the federal level, it becomes a blanket against all others. It trumps everything else. All
2: right, so in the last federal election, something only like a third of the population voted, mm-hmm. you know, and then out of that third, only a third of that third, you know, was the deciding factor in who our current federal leadership is. But and I would say there's even less people that vote at the state and local level.
0: Uh yeah. I don't know. It could be the opposite. It could be more people voting at that level. Mm, I'm more inclined to agree with
1: Tom. Yeah. You don't see lines out the door during the state and city. I'm the other
0: I'm the other way around. Name, I vote name more. One if... of
2: your county commissioners a commissioner? I don't have a commissioner <laughs> that I know the name of. Okay, yeah, no. that's what I mean. People don't pay attention, at least my experience,
0: anecdotally. Well, you could ask me to name a neighbor. I have neighbors. I've met them. I'm just not real sure of their individual names. I mean, I, have, I, have, met our entities com- I have met our commissioners. Who's your congressional district We've representative? We've met the congressional district of in- the representatives as well. As a matter of fact, my wife is... Had quite a few conversations. Mm, with maybe all all would those local bad with I
2: would say you're the exception.
0: Then I think so. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, it's nice to be involved to the point where you're not actually running for anything. You're just involved because you want to know what's going on. So you're inside the system and you yeah. want to make a change and you yeah. want to be aware. Yeah, right? it's like rather being, than
2: disassociating yourself. Right.
0: I heard a right. Michael
1: Jackson song in there. Take a look at yourself and make a change. <laughs>
0: no. I'm talking to the man <laughs> in the mirror. Oh, nice. <laughs> the government's role from a protect yourself. Would be uh, My opinion on that is sort of, uh, if I, when I vote, I know I'm voting probably against the masses, but when I vote for something like, should heroin be illegal, my opinion is no. I don't think it should be illegal. I think crack cocaine should be legal. I think marijuana should be legal. I think heroin should be legal. I think all of those should be legal because it should be your job to go, hey, it would be really stupid for me to do any of that. You know, because of the impacts it has on you. Well, uh, alcohol is way, way worse and it's legal. It's yes. terrible. I
1: agree and I disagree because, like, with heroin, uh, especially, it, it's hard for you to be a functioning member of society as a heroin addict. Well, um, so?
2: We have an opioid epidemic we going on right now in this country. We, we, have. Have, an, we it's have a not heroin new. epidemic going we, on in this country right do. now. We do. There's lots of perfectly functional opioid addicts. And or opioid opioid users. Yeah, math so
1: math. I mean, okay. Here's the deal. It, like, let's say that heroin was legalized, and it's not going to be cheap.
0: You know, it's not if cheap. If it was legal, it could be. It could be, it it could be che- cheap. Well, not cheaper than it is now.
2: Could be just cheap as beer if o- it was legal. Yeah.
1: It could yeah. be cheap as cigarettes, which aren't. Aren't well, legal. No, cigarettes aren't cheap. <laughs> good. It's not good. Anyway. It is good. That's not well, my point. a health tax. Cigarettes are bad right. for you. People hold, don't hold know on, that hold they hold smoke anyway. Hold on. If the government legalizes heroin, that means that they've got to get their piece of the pie. So not only is heroin already going to be expensive, now it's going to get taxes thrown on top of it. So it's going to be even more expensive. And the people that are heroin addicts, again, aren't normally functioning members of society, which means they're going to do all kinds of illicit crap to get it.
2: So you, you kind of create this snowball effect. If it was legal, there would be more suppliers and there would be more consumers, thereby driving the price down
0: yeah i don't know that i buy i think that there's a pretty high tax on heroin when somebody buys heroin now they're paying for a lot of of uh the secretness of it the, Mm. the trying to hide it and the the fact that anyone who's doing it is i think they're paying a pretty high tax for that part of it i need to take a moment here to mention our sponsor eset antivirus uh, I trust ESET. Not only does it keep you, keep the system safe, but it's small. There's no bloatware. Um, it will not slow down your business servers, your desktops, your Linux, PCs, Macs, uh, file servers, web servers. Anyway, try it out. Help us out. Uh, go to criticalcactus.net forward slash ESET and uh, secure your system now.
2: Based on uh, the research that we've done and everything we've talked about. That def- I've done, yeah. The definition that we've used <laughs> and... Uh, you know, the sovereign citizen thing seems to be a Western, English-speaking country idea.
0: There um, is an Australian one, and there's a Canadian one. Right, Canadian. Freeman Right. Is what it's called, yeah. yeah I think um, Freeman are in the UK it, as well. Okay. I mean,
2: do we know if this is something that's exclusive to... Uh, I mean, I'm just trying to imagine people, like, in mm, Somalia being, right. uh, being the, the outlier and forming a government. Wow Or I mean I don't see it going over Very well
0: in places Like China
1: Well you know? I'm not an authority But don't forget about Like gypsies I mean cause They're from that's the that same area. sort of
0: thing It's the same sort of thing Yeah I want to live on my own Well that's just Extreme libertarianism though Isn't it Gypsy I don't know I, I thought, think of, I for thought, some reason I think of gypsy as being pretty liberal. I thought gypsies, but I thought that was like a derogatory term for a no. Romanian. Well, they're they're, they're what? The, really yeah. I never thought that. I
2: thought okay, it was just, so yeah, no, a
1: Romani is not a Romanian.
0: <laughs> oh, okay, a okay. Ro- okay.
1: The Romani or gypsies, they're they're just a uh, traveling people, a the the
0: nomadic English ethnic term. group. It's just an English term. Mm- called nomad gypsy. was
1: the word I was looking for.
0: Nomad. Well... Uh-huh. What I searched "gypsy" and I got Romani, so you were right.
1: Yeah, well, no, but I was trying to define it. But calling a gypsy or Romani really doesn't tell you anything other uh, than right, their proper name.
0: Yeah, we're
2: not using.
1: Also, that. we've got a million of them here in the United States. A million gypsies in the U.S.? Yep. Where do they live? I don't know. Everywhere. Apparently,
0: they're nomadic. So, <laughs> anywhere, are they anywhere they want? When I do my RVing, am I parking next to some gypsies? That's possible. I don't yeah, know. like maybe some surf them. bum kind of thing. Some tramps. and Smell thieves. them? So he just said. <laughs> okay, well, that's derogatory. <laughs>
2: Sorry, is my white privilege showing? Uh yeah, A little bit. Yeah. Uh, Are you afraid when you get pulled over by the police? No. No. How about you? Um,
0: I don't like. Basically. I don't like it. I do have my. I do get a heart palpitation when the lights come on. Yeah, I mean it's nobody I, ever. I don't like it. Yeah. But am I fearful of something happening? Do I have an imagination that says this and this and this is going to happen next? Not at all. No, because he's
1: white. Yeah. So
0: and I mean, I mean,
1: I, I've never feared for my life, but that might slowly be changing thanks to the media.
2: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've been pulled over by the police a lot. But I've only ever gotten one ticket And I really deserved that ticket too Mm. Because I was doing like Really fast Every
1: interaction I've ever had with the police Has always been positive Even when I'm at fault Yeah, And so like when my friends are like Oh, you're so lucky you didn't get deported. I'm like, "Why?" <laughs> Wait. <laughs> no. That that it's, is like it's... a true and genuine fear for people outside of Arizona of Mexicans living in Arizona. Like everybody I know that lives outside of the uh, of Arizona assumes that I live in constant fear of being deported to Mexico.
2: Even though, even though you're a citizen. Yeah. And because they're... I'm brown. Ah. Uh... <laughs> Well, they made a movie about that. Uh, what is it, Cheech and Chong, Born in East L.A. Yeah, yeah. he's yeah. American, but
0: he gets deported anyway. There's this thing it's not so funny anymore. The fear. <laughs> well, it made me think of a couple of things. One is f- the fear part of the uh, the conservative brain, where the amygdala is is uh, more developed. It, it is definitely more based on fear as the emotion part okay. that's yeah, no, happening. There. No, I totally get it. And I think if you're if you're assuming. And you're also assuming change is bad because you know stability and normal and the same is is less safe. Yeah, it's safer. Um, but but that makes me think of that a little bit, and it also makes me think of the selection bias where you say that a lot of people from outside of Arizona think that Arizona is this place where if you go here, you're going to get deported. There's there's always this. this vision that somebody gets of another place like the grass is green on the side concept but the uh, in reverse you know like Mm -hmm. you don't want to go to russia because they're all just like you know russia you know and you can insert in that whatever media and i
2: have a family member who's terrified of going to mexico because exactly they only ever get the the horror stories on the news about the drug cartels and the and the stuff if
1: you go to mexico your head will get chopped off
0: Right. Yeah. yeah. Guaranteed. And, and right. your and your cops are gonna pull you over and ask for money up front. That's and happened you're to me. Slide it. No, yeah. Yeah.
1: Absolutely. No, I've, that's I've not. Heard that's, a That's not not a thing.
0: Well. Yeah. <laughs> not everywhere in, where were you in Mexico by the border rocky point yeah rocky yeah. point so that's not a, the same thing i got a
2: neighbor who's got a beach house down there and he goes down there with his kids all the time and his his parents live down there full time as retirees and he's, it's perfectly safe so not
1: so much anymore but back in the 90s every time you went to Mexico it was always assumed you were going to be paying money to the red cross every time you traveled down their road because if you didn't you know there was the militia with all their AK-47s or M16s <laughs> yeah It's like, donation, please. So
0: you perpetuate that fear by telling only that story, and the thousands of people who didn't have it happen aren't being heard, right? It's the same sort of selection bias that we get. It's kind of normal. I
1: should perpetuate that fear because it literally happens every single time I go to Mexico.
0: In the 90s? No, it still happens. Oh, okay. Well, (laughs) um, I've never had that problem. I've been there plenty of times. Of course, only to Rocky Point, never really further than that. But I imagine there's, you know, it's a big country. Yeah. (laughs) Rocky Point is not Mexico. As a matter of fact, it's in that little strange law area, too. There's this whole little uh, you know I mean? zone there. I could look it up and give you some more information, but right now I don't have it. I just remember there's a uh, there's a different sort of uh, financial transaction setup that they have at the border zone areas. No? Okay. The, the important world.
1: thing to remember is that Rocky Point is not in the Gulf of Mexico.
0: Um, Hassle-free weather. vehicle zone? Yeah, I don't know if that's what I'm after. The free zone, Yeah. Mexico tourism along the U.S. border. So there's this free zone.
2: Reduced customs requirements.
0: Yeah. So uh, Rocky Point falls within that. Okay. Yeah. That's a special zone. So you're not really in the true Mexico when you're in Rocky Point. I mean, you're still in Mexico. You're not in the U.S. You're definitely not in the U.S. when you're in, okay. when you're there. I've never been. I mean,
1: don't get me wrong. I love going to Rocky Point. There's just certain expectations like the corrupt police or the fact that you have to buy insurance before you
0: go across the border. You no. know, you don't buy insurance before no I never have it it's a lie it's you always just take a somebody, trick.
2: somebody else's car
0: no that's not a thing if you look up the legalities of it it's just a scam it's not even expensive I'll just I'll take the risk <laughs>
1: I'll take the scam
0: okay <laughs> so says the Catholic <laughs> it's like, eh, eh, this is just better
2: <laughs> overall if I just go ahead and say my, my you know Hail <laughs> Mary hey, yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> just in case, just in case, throw that in there. We were talking about uh, is the sovereign citizen thing a Western phenomenon? Or oh,
0: yeah. No, it's
1: not. There, that was definitively answered. No,
2: there, what, I did go mean?
0: because of the gypsy thing
1: and the freemen.
2: Yeah. They're Canadian. I would consider them Western.
1: United Kingdom, Western. Oh, you you did say um, India, didn't you? Talking uh, non-English speaking. Uh, then I'm back to the gypsies.
2: Okay. Oh, I'll buy that uh, for a dollar.
0: wait. Who are the guys that are uh in India, the gurus that are sitting there naked usually The Illuminati. The Punjabi oh. <laughs> Illuminati. No, the Punjabi. <laughs> the Hindu Punjabi's a language.
2: It's in it's a region in northwest India.
0: When you when you want to ask yourself if there are strange people in strange lands, the answer is going to be yes. I mean, if you think that the, the idea of, hey, this government doesn't, uh, you know, bind me to any contract is just a Western thought, I, I, would, I would hazard to guess that that can't be true because this is human thought, you know. This is a human thought. I mean, the idea that the individual is in a situation of a lack of power and that there is some repressor out there that's causing it. No, I'm not talking is,
2: about marginalized people or, or oppressed people. I'm talking about, you know.
0: But that's what I'm saying is if you have enough of them, some of them a percentage of them is going to blame the repressor. Anywhere
1: anywhere you have somebody trying to lay down the law, you're going to have someone trying to thwart it. It's, I guarantee yeah. you the very first ship that ever gets launched is space exploration. The second one that gets launched is going to be a space pirate. <laughs>
0: <laughs> And then you're gonna have to have a law that says Well, there's already
2: people that have claimed ownership of the moon, and yeah. you know and they're gonna go after it.
0: Mars, I don't know. Good luck. Yeah. So I think that that's gonna be a, a, a big thing, and you can't say that the sovereign citizen is an organized thing. I mean, they, they're they're leader they're, they're leaderless. They're right. They're just kind of a they're
1: disorganized together. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> they're disorganized yeah.
0: together. So that's what I had. I mean, I just thought. Could we do a thought experiment of can we actually put ourselves in their mindset? And yeah. I simply I, I tried here just now and couldn't get there. So I no, can't
1: do I, the whole racism thing because I, I just don't have that that you're not mentality. White? No, there's such thing as non-white racism. I know. I'm trying. I to can understand funny. the appeal of sovereign citizenship, especially again from like a place of desperation. If you need money, yeah. or if you if you just really need something to be the way it isn't. Being a sovereign citizen sounds really compelling. It does. And trying to throw any legal precedence that you can or any kind of mumbo jumbo at somebody to justify that is going to become more and more compelling. Yeah. Um, And then, you know, if I were a sovereign citizen, obviously I'm going to raise my children in the same way. And they'll have an even deeper held belief of that sovereign citizenship because they've never had anything otherwise.
0: And you're going to be that authority from the very beginning. And
2: we'll be the special ones. We'll be the chosen ones. We'll be the only people that really understand how the world works. Mm -hmm. And And other
0: people, if only they knew. Yeah. Yeah. Mind your paw
1: and only your (laughs) paw.
2: That's right. (laughs) Thanks, (laughs) paw.
1: Like a bear walks into a bar with a bandage on his hand, and he says, I'm looking for the man that shot my paw.
0: <laughs> yeah, that <no. laughs> <laughs> that's way better.
2: <laughs>
0: so... What, uh, what did
2: the Naga Sadhu say to the hot dog vendor?
0: Oh, God. Uh,
2: make me one with everything. Oh, nice.
1: No, it wasn't funny. It was? No, nice. it wasn't at
3: all.
2: And so he has a hot dog, and he pays the hot dog vendor, and he says, hey, where's my change? And the hot dog vendor says... Change must come from within.
0: Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> did you just make that up, or did you notice? No, the, this is an the, old joke. It's punchline. Oh.
1: Like, the last time I heard that joke, I fell off my dinosaur. That's how old it was.
2: Your thesaurus. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Still not a dinosaur.
0: <laughs> uh, there's this whole thing about people who renounce their citizenship in a legitimate way that I was fascinated with because you say that there's a lot of sovereign citizens who... They, you know, they're in a pinch financially, and Mm -hmm. they can't pay the fine. There's this one where this guy gets a $20 fine for something related to his dog. I don't know if his dog went to the bathroom in the wrong place, somewhere in Florida. And six months later and a whole lot of legal fees, the state drops the case because they just can't deal with it. They just need to let him go. He doesn't have to pay the fine.
1: You know, that was actually one of the few things I did try and find was any time a sovereign citizen has actually won a legal preceding. Oh, yeah, it's pretty
0: regular. I mean, here's how they're winning. Mm. They're winning because if a cop pulls you over and you're blatantly a sovereign citizen, more often now than normal, if it's the middle of the night and they've already reached their quota, they might just walk away. Because who needs the hassle? And in that sense, sovereign citizens are winning. And it's a scary thing.
1: I maintain that we should make them illegal.
2: I mean, that's a great idea. Just uh, uh,
0: Sure, you know. yeah. Just make anybody who has a specific ideology illegal just because of the way they think. Yeah, what could go wrong? Nothing. Nah, nah, there's <laughs> no precedence there. There's a
1: flawless system. <laughs> <laughs> I think we may have lost any sovereign citizen viewership we had.
0: Yeah. Persons I'm intending sure.
2: to renounce U.S. citizenship should be aware that unless they already possess a foreign nationality, they may be rendered stateless mm-hmm. and thus have difficulty traveling.
0: Yeah. I was not driving. I was traveling. I was not driving. I was traveling. And you didn't give me the ticket. You gave the Adam Yorks ticket. That's the capitalized version. This, this is minor. also
1: a... <laughs> this is a personal vehicle for personal use. I do not use it for any kind of nope, business. No, nope, 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 Therefore, I do not need to have a license to operate You're this vehicle. You're
0: wrong. It's not a vehicle. It's a domicile.
1: Oh, sorry. It's a domicile.
0: Therefore, you can't touch my domicile. It's my domicile. Well, get
2: your damn domicile off the public <laughs> roads then. <laughs> they, it's go tr- live in a van it's just, down by the river. It just
0: trips me out. But the thing – anyway, the uh, the other rabbit hole was the, the people who are not poor and just saying – and I shouldn't say poor. They're not unable to pay the fines. They're, they're actually very – what I think I found is that the people who leave the U.S. in this particular case, these people are – they're not – they're called – Sovereign man. It's a different subject matter. The sovereign man. And when you dig into the sovereign man idea, they are basically just against the idea of being a citizen of the U.S. Sovereign citizen is not saying I'm not a citizen of the U.S. They're saying I'm not a citizen of any country. I am sovereign. I am not the citizen of a country at all.
1: I am my own entity. I am my
0: own entity. Sovereign man is saying... I don't want to be in America and be uh, associated with America. They can claim, often they will claim that they have a, uh, uh, a grievance with America. Maybe they don't like the bombing, the the drones, Whatever some military is, yeah. thing. They have a grievance. But most of the time, it's the fact that they have a lot of money and they have a lot of ways to start businesses and they do not like the idea of having somebody tax them at the level that they get taxed. So they leave, and they travel, and they travel, and they travel because they have the money, and they don't care. Loophole is
2: a loophole is a loophole. I
0: have a funny feeling. If you did a meetup at an expatriate somewhere in Moldavia, that you're going to end up in a meetup with a whole bunch of people who could very well be sovereign man type people. And they're going to be like, hey, you know, a good way for you to save some taxes. and Come over here and let me show you this thing. Are only Americans
1: called
3: expats? No. No, no, Okay. I just wondered that.
2: Since we're talking about sovereign citizens, we'll talk about citizen science. Yeah, because
0: thanks, NASA, for citizen scientists. Um, They have long since uh, realized that tapping into the, uh, the power of all of us curious people out here, they can give us a couple interfaces and show us a a way to contribute to what's going on in NASA so they have um, all kinds of cool programs. So they can like programs.
2: Crowd, crowdsource their science?
0: Yeah, That's you can cool. help you identify You because they're unfunded? <laughs> uh, well, there's the, Saturn, there's, there's the NASA uh, Citizen Science but there's more than that, right? They s- sort of started the idea of Citizen Science and then there is Citizen Science going on outside of NASA now and have been for quite a while. And it's um, fascinating stuff to, like you say, outsource it and crowdfund it.
1: I'm going to just start thanking Elon for everything.
0: The government doesn't own science, okay? Well, the U.S. government certainly doesn't anymore. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> <man>. <laughs> not anymore. But Planet Hunters is the one that I'm super fascinated with. I'm not actually doing it yet, but I'm dying to start because you can help them find planets that are revolving based on the Doppler effect and what you see on the star and how the stars wobble or, or transit, you know, how, how they... So is it like folding at
2: home, where you donate your unused computer cycles to? No,
0: this is not that. This is actually you literally using your eyeballs to like look at certain sections of the sky ah. and and find differences and use. Th- they're they're basically uh, clustering out the power of the of the human brain's ability to find and and identify patterns. That's what they're trying to do for pattern finding of the planets. I would never
1: say, help NASA try and find a new planet.
0: uh Oh. Well, anyway, the point is we are very, very good at pattern finding. Hum- uh, you see. can Humans outsource are. that. Yeah, the human brain can pick up on patterns. The and last
1: time somebody from Arizona discovered a planet, they told us it wasn't one anymore. and so Oh,
0: I'm yeah, that is sad.
2: Poor Pluto. Just
1: bitter about that. Yeah.
2: Wah, wah, wah. But now
0: there's going to be another one. There's supposed to be another one out there.
1: there. Is it Planet X? Is it still called Planet X? So yeah, it's going to be what? I, I really hope soon. they just leave it Planet X. I like that name. Yeah, yeah
2: I do They're too. They're going to give it some stupid name. They will
1: planet mcplanet face <laughs> 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 let the internet
0: do it let the internet do it yeah bolt mcboat face so yeah you can start classifying what you see you go through the tutorial blah 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 but yeah planet hunters looks pretty awesome as a uh, citizen science effort and it's just an endless amount of that does uh, sound kind of neat it is pretty cool you can you can find these planets especially since sometimes you can find two planets this one i heard about is two planets revolving around two stars that the two stars are revolving around each other and the two planets will sometimes revolve around one star and sometimes revolve around the other in like a uh, figure eight rotation so at some point both sides of the planet have because if they're in the middle between both stars both sides of the planet have the sunlight so there's the nighttime would be really not there you would just at the Holes, maybe. See, I don't think there'd That's, be any shadow. Yeah, it would be just. I don't know. That would it's be trippy. awful. It would be trippy. <laughs> I, I mean, just the, the 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 reality we live in here, in in not just America and not just Maricopa, but in the planet that we live around, the sun that we live. We have certain things we take for granted. I, I,
2: I want to say that that sounds fantastical and phenomenal and crazy and out there. But knowing the sheer vastness of the universe and the probability that, why the hell not? We have mm-hmm. only explored almost nothing.
1: Yeah. yeah. I think you're just throwing the word around and round out there too much. I mean, we <laughs> don't even know if the Earth That's is flat or not. <laughs> we, know, we know it's a conspiracy. <laughs>
2: so join us next week when we'll be talking uh, about. Oh, are we going to talk about flat Earth? Next week? No, we'll I think we're down? talking
1: about conspiracies next week, aren't we? Oh, what
2: do oh, okay. we bring the list?
0: It's going to be in there if we're talking about conspiracy theories. Well, we'll to... flat Earth is one of them. Oh, oh
1: homeopathy.
0: Homeopathy.
1: Join okay. us next week when we'll be talking about homeopathy.
0: See no, there was it? more to it than that. It and more.
1: how awesome it is, and how it fixes everything.
2: Good. So join us next week when we'll be talking about the <laughs> prickly subject of homeopathy and what it is and why it doesn't work and how it might kill you <laughs> how it might kill you
1: And uh, go and pick up the book Cancer is good for you unless you don't want to in which case don't thanks
0: Well what was that? We just have to figure out what you said No it's like a book on home-
1: it's it's a homeopathic homeopathic book about cancer okay. and how
2: Cancer is good for you Oh my god yes Oh, oh my, my god, god. There I was We gotta dig into that. There was a here. Can we take this? Are we done? Join us. So. Join us next week when we talk about homeopathy and why cancer is different and why cancer is good for you. And why it's it's really not. No.
0: I would like to thank our guests, uh, the sponsors, and more importantly, you, the listeners. We would not be able to do this podcast without your help. We have started a Patreon account so uh, to help keep us going. Um, open your browser and go to patreon.com forward slash critical cactus your donations uh, will help keep us going thank you for coming see you next time